Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. Martin Luther King, Abraham Lincoln. Look at anyone who's been assassinated or arrested for beliefs or tenets or principles. It all comes down to one thing. They scared people. They threatened their conditioning. Because when you wake up a sleeping dog, sometimes it bites you. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. Our society operates using the framework that problems get solved through intelligence. It's called the knowledge deficit model. But I argue that problems get solved through consciousness and awareness, which has little to do with intelligence or even skill. It is fundamentally the ability to step outside of your conditioning and see reality through a lens other than the one created by your own conditioning. More often than not, we're just missing a piece of information that's right in front of us that we can't see or aren't willing to see due to our conditioning. So really, solving your own problems, your organization's problems, and society's problems comes down to teaching people a greater sense of consciousness rather than knowledge or skill. Today, we discuss where to start this process. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. So where are people going to learn consciousness? In religion? In some some aspects of spirituality, there's real consciousness work going on, but not in in hardly anything mainstream. That's why I love that movie uh, I slacked about, uh, Come Sunday. Because... The Carlton Pierce, the bishop, not only first he has a, uh, a revelation that there's no hell, or I, specifically that uh, you don't have to be saved to not go to hell or whatever. Um, he has this revelation that there's no hell. And then he does a, a sermon where he actually draws upon several uh, verses from the Bible that back it up. And the Bible is completely contradictory if you choose, you know, the, the, the verses from here and there. You can make a case either way. There's some places that say God saves everybody. There's some places that say that's not the case. Well, which is it? Obviously, you can't go by the scripture because it says both, right? If you're putting together a gas grill or something, And one paragraph says, put tab A into slot B. And then the next paragraph, it says, put slot B into tab B into slot A, the opposite. You don't know which is right. (laughs) You don't just choose one and go, well, I believe the first one. 
And that second one obviously is something else. You got to resolve that. You're putting the thing together, right? You've got to decide. And you have to also, as we all have, doubt the manual (laughs) because there's some mistake in it, right? As we all do. Hmm. Okay. This part of the manual is clearly not right. What's the next thing, the next thought you have? Well, the whole manual could be wrong. I've got to test every single bit of this thing. Why do people not apply this kind of critical thinking to scripture? It's no different. It's an instruction manual just like anything else that's been translated and retranslated and passed down like a telephone game for a really long time. So just like when you know a Japanese guy with fifth grade English is the translator of your gas grill instruction manual, you might want to look at it with a little bit of a critical eye. <laughs> All I'm saying requires some consciousness. But anyway, the reason I brought up that movie Come Sunday was because the idea of bringing to thousands of uh, evangelical Christians in, in, in that case, suddenly, I mean, to, to be fair, uh, Carlton Pierce did not do it in the smartest way. That was, he was excited about there being no hell in his opinion. And uh, the way he brought that was uh, predictably going to be disastrous. But the, the, he was speaking to a group of thousands of people who all had been inside the conditioning and the belief that there's a hell. And then suddenly one day from an authority position said there isn't. What? Right? People freaked out. He lost almost everything. Why? Well, in content, you could say, well, he was no longer representing the tenets of the church. But why in context? People didn't want their reality uh, challenged. I'm guessing. Yeah. That's why they got so upset. That's the, the source of the upset. Because what he did do was challenge the conditioning that he himself had been part of bringing to people. And... So you get the backfire effect. So this is one of the reasons why religions tend to evolve very slowly because there's so much conditioning in them. And you can't just change conditioning quickly without upsetting people because that's the, that's the, that's the lens through which they look at reality. That's the lens through which they look at reality. And they want that to be the same as much as is possible because it makes them feel safe and secure. But life isn't safe and secure. Which is why any set of conditioning that stays the same for a really long period of time, whether it's a religion, a philosophy, a spirituality, a form of government, a culture and a business, any set of conditionings that stays the same is very attractive to people who are uncomfortable with fear and uncomfortable with change. But the role of a leader is to take in new information and challenge existing conditionings. Newton, Einstein, uh, Pasteur. You know, before Louis Pasteur, 
they thought that, you know, you'd put like some milk in a flask and cover it up. Before Pasteur, they thought that life just spontaneously arose out of nowhere inside that flask. Spontaneous biogenesis, I think is what they called. And Pasteur was the guy, this was like middle 19th century. He was like, no, no, no. The spores of that mold were already in there. This is just like, what, 300 years ago? 300 years ago. Do you realize what is possible in sanitation? You know, like when they did surgery in the 19th century, they didn't even wash their hands until after Pasteur. Can you imagine that? Like, okay, we're going to cut in there and take out whatever it is we figured out from anatomy. All right, you ready? Maybe brush their hands off. Because, you know, disease and infection, that just spontaneously arises from some other realm. I mean, this washing your hands, what does that do? The life, the, the molds, the disease is just going to spontaneously arise. Nothing we can do about that. And Pasteur was like, no, 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 no. There's these tiny little microbes on your hand. Well, I can't see that. What do you mean telling me this witchcraft about tiny organisms? I don't see that. Well, here's a microscope. If you look through this microscope, you'll see, well, that's. I've never seen one of those things before. I'm not looking through that. Well, but if you look through, then you'll actually see what I'm talking about. But I don't believe that. I can't believe that those are there. I've spent my whole life believing that life spontaneously can arise from nowhere into a glass of milk. That's the kind of stuff that happened and continues to happen. And everything we have in sanitation, one of the really critical aspects of, of functional society. Everything we have in sanitation comes from that moment, the moment where someone was like, wow, I believed my whole life that microbes can spontaneously arise out of nowhere. But what if it isn't true? What if it isn't true? And I can experience it for myself by going through a process called looking through a microscope to self-validate the new reality and cast off the old conditioning. This is the essence of growth. Are you willing to go through a process, look through the microscope? Galileo went through the same thing. Look what happened to him, right? Hey, get this telescope and here's the logic and look. And that threatened people's beliefs so much, he was excommunicated. Was he killed? I can't remember. Definitely excommunicated. And all the philosophers of the... House arrest for the rest of his life, was it? Right. Yeah. That's what consciousness gets you. That's what challenging challenging people's conditioning gets you. And the list goes on, you know. Martin Luther King... Heck, even JFK, Abraham Lincoln, all throughout history, Joan of Arc. Look at anyone who's been assassinated or arrested for you know, beliefs or tenets or principles. It all comes down to one thing. They scared people. They threatened their conditioning. Because when you wake up a sleeping dog, Sometimes it bites you. That's the state of our world. And 
that's exactly what is going to save whatever world we're talking about, whether it's the entire world of humans or your business. Raising their intelligence, your employees, raising the intelligence of your employees is only a very small part of the equation. Raising their awareness, raising their consciousness. That's where the money is, figuratively and literally. But tread lightly and carefully because you have to deal with their conditioning. Quite a conundrum, isn't it? Welcome to my world. (laughs) I've been playing the game of backing people into consciousness revelations for 15 years. And this relaunch of uh, Clear and Open is the end of that. Because I've been, you know, sort of a business coach in the front and a spiritual teacher in the back. And I've been doing that on the light side to meet the business world where it's at. And on the shadow side, because I've been afraid that part of me has been afraid that if I really show up all the way as me, that people won't like it. Which goes all the way back to my childhood conditioning of not fitting into my family and then not fitting into my peer groups and yada, yada, yada. So I'm coming out. And that is uh, terrifying in some ways, exciting in other ways, but it definitely is walking my own talk because I can't go on any other way. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.